Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here. Welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast on this Tuesday, the 15th of June, 2021. Wherever you are in the world, trust you've enjoyed a really fast start and a productive start to your working week. Now, before we jump into today's podcast, and it's probably going to be a quick-fire podcast, not as long as normal, uh, just a couple of reminders. If you can do me a huge favor, and if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, if you can please press subscribe on the platform that you are listening to this episode on. That would be great. Uh, or if you're listening on the Apple platform, I think it's called now follow rather than subscribe on Apple. They, they keep changing things. So if you can press uh, follow, that will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be listened to and digested. And the other favorite course is if you can please also rate the show, uh, whether it be a one, two, three, four, or hopefully a five-star rating. Uh, any comments you've got as well, we greatly appreciate it. That will also enable other people just like you who are searching for information around sales and sales leadership to more easily find the podcast amongst the plethora of podcast episodes out there in the podcast land. So if you can do those two things, that would be greatly appreciated. So in today's episode, uh, the topic is going to be, or the title of this episode is going to be called Qualify, Qualify, Qualify. Now, in working with sales leaders and their teams, I am still staggered at the number of sales people who continue to lead with their product or their service. It's almost like they believe that there is only a finite number of customers and hence they need to close literally every one of them. Now, if you look at the work of Carol Dweck, who wrote a number of books, one of which was called Mindset, which is the difference between fixed and growth mindset. It's like these guys have a fixed mindset to say, well, there's only a certain number of sales sales opportunities out there in the marketplace because there's only a certain number of customers out there in the marketplace. And hence, they look at, well, if I've got a live customer, I better close them. And hence, the, the term always be closing comes from. Now, here's the reality. The reality is there is an abundance of potential customers out there. So many that you probably individually as a salesperson, individually within your sales team, you couldn't handle just the sheer number of potential customers that are going to be addressable by you and by your organization. So why is it that we continue to, to lead with our product, lead with our service, and try to close every single person or every single organization that we're dealing with? In some cases, it's trying to fit the square peg into a round hole, and it does not work. So the first thing to think about is there is an abundance of potential customers out there. So we need to stop the perceived neediness, and sometimes this this thing called desperation that comes across, because we need to understand that customers and potential customers, they're not silly. They possess a sixth sense, just like most of us do, and in most, particularly in Australia, people are pretty good in detecting BS, right? So when it comes to a salesperson who's trying to flog you a certain product or a certain service, and they're coming across and talking about all the features and benefits and all the stuff that goes with it, and this is why you need to have the product, then it comes across as neediness, and people's BS meter goes up, and guess what happens in most cases? Rejection starts to happen. Defense mechanisms start to be put in place. And for all intents and purposes, even though that might be the best possible product on the marketplace, and even though the potential customer might need that product, 
the way we go about selling that product is not going to result in a sale. Why? Because we're always trying to close every single customer. Now, I still see this in corporate. I still see this in small enterprise. And less, in some cases, I still see this in the consumer business to consumer market as well. And we've just got to stop. We've got to take a step back and put a bit of perspective here and think about, okay, what is sales? Now, I've talked about this a lot. And in fact, I recorded a podcast a couple of weeks ago where I was specifically talking about sales being not only the ultimate form of service, so if you can do this really well, it is literally the ultimate form of service, but it's also about problem solving. And if you can articulate a problem better than a potential customer can articulate that problem themselves, then unconsciously, they will attribute you as having a potential solution to that problem. Now, if that happens, the onus is on you to share that solution because that's the expectation for the potential customer. They will ask you, do you have a solution to my problem? And so when you're doing this, what has to happen? Well, you need to qualify, qualify, qualify. So what's our job as sales leaders? Well, our job as sales leaders is to assist our sales team to get crystal clear on the precise problem we solve and not simply have a scattergun approach to selling. Now, this is from the senior directors right down to the one-up sales manager who's just been there for five minutes. As an industry, we need to get better at this. And it's not about flogging the product, even though you might think you've got the best product on the marketplace. With a great set of features, you might have poured hundreds and hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into research and development to get your product to the position where it is the best in class. Well, here's the thing. Your customers don't care. Now, for a lot of people, that's a really hard thing to hear, but the fact is they don't care. What they care about is getting a result. What is the solution to the problem that your product can actually provide? And I've got to say, for many salespeople, many sales teams, and specifically for sales leaders, this is a really, really difficult uh, challenge to overcome because they're so ingrained. It's almost like in an organization, if you've spent a reasonable period of time, and sometimes that could be as little as three months, you get to be almost to a position where you're starting to drink the Kool-Aid of that organization and you start to believe the rhetoric that's coming out of the internal organization about how good our product is or how good our service is compared to the marketplace and compared to our competitors. Well, just remember this, customers don't care. What they care about is getting a result. So what we have to get better at is curiosity and qualifying, qualifying, qualifying. How do we do that? Well, we ask genuine, curious-based questions. Enough questions to understand specifically the problem that this particular customer is facing and whether you are able to help them. Now, there's a couple of things in here. Asking great questions to identify a problem is the first thing. The second thing is to understand from that customer, is this a problem that they are wanting to solve or... Not because if the problem is not as big as you like to make it out to be, and it's not going to be a showstopper for them, guess what? They're not going to buy anyway. So you might have identified a problem, but if they're not wanting to solve the problem, then you will not get a sale. So we need to ask better questions. We need to be more curious in terms of the type of questions we ask. And as I said in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, we need to remove ourselves from the outcome. Now, and this is very, very difficult, particularly when you've got a sales leader who is pouring pressure on a team that is wanting to get or needing to get results at the end of the month, end of the quarter, end of the six months. And so there's a pattern of behavior here that says you need to go and sell this product, whatever it takes. If that means discounting, if that means changing the terms of the agreement, whatever it takes to get the deal, just get the deal. 
because we must hit our target. Now, is it any wonder you got salespeople out there that are trying to fit a round peg into a square hole or vice versa? It just does not work. So the professional salespeople, the people who are sustainably successful, understand this. First of all, they understand that there is a, an abundance of potential customers out there. They qualify, qualify, qualify. They also know that they are the prize. They don't have to work with anybody. In fact, when it comes to qualifying a potential customer, what they're actually doing is they're interviewing that customer to see whether it's somebody who they would like to work with, not looking for every angle, every conceivable little nook and cranny so I can flog this product or flog this service. And this is a mindset shift because the people who are able to do this really well, the people who are able to qualify, 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 all of a sudden, because they're not attached to the outcome, they can have a much more freeing conversation. And in some cases, they can be a lot more direct when it comes to whether this particular customer qualifies for the product or the service or the solution that I might have to offer. The choice is ours. The choice is not the customer. And this is the, this is the thing that a lot of salespeople need to change in terms of their methodology and certainly in terms of their thinking, is we don't have to convince anybody to work with us. If there's anything that needs to be convinced, it needs to be, we need to be convinced as to why we would want to work with this particular individual. Now, for some people, that might come across in terms of that approach being a little bit arrogant, and it's not. It is not arrogant at all. It's simply knowing that, you know what, I've got the elixir, I've got the prize, I've got something that can solve a certain problem, and I'm not just going to give it to anybody. People have to qualify in order to get what I have. And so this is the difference between great salespeople and the not-so-great salespeople, the people who are sustainably successful and the ones who are a little bit hit and miss. And from my perspective, this is what I do every single day. So when it comes to working with clients, I just don't work with anybody. And I was having this conversation this morning with somebody saying, I just don't work with anybody. I work with people who have a specific problem that needs to be solved. And that problem is in relation to their sales leadership. Now, within that, there might be hundreds of different little problems that a sales leader might face, and I can provide a solution to most of those. But I'm not going to have a conversation with somebody if there's no opportunity or no inclination or no desire for a sales leader to want to improve. So if you're a sales leader who wants to get better, if you know that there's a different level to get to, and if there's something that's stopping you from realizing and maximizing your potential, then hey, I'll happy, happy to have a conversation with you. And that's exactly what I do. I don't work just with anybody, right? So there's a lot of people that jump onto my calendar and have a conversation that don't qualify for what I have to offer. And that's okay. I'm perfectly okay with that because we'll continue to nurture a relationship and maybe, maybe down the track, there'll be an opportunity for us to work together. But it's all good because I know there's hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of potential customers out there who will be able to take a solution that I have to offer to the marketplace. So the key message today is, Qualify, qualify, qualify. If you are a sales leader who is actually pushing your team to go and flog your product or your service, hey, with regrets and respect, you need to stop. You need to change the conversation and start turning it around and saying, how do you go out and better qualify your customers so that you can identify the ones who qualify to fit the criteria that we set for the solution that we provide to our marketplace. Now, if you can do that, all of a sudden the conversation completely changes and you'll notice that customers will literally be falling over in themselves to come and work with you. And it creates a completely different dynamic. So that's the message for today. Qualify, qualify, qualify. And as a reminder, if you would like some help with this, and if you want to see if I can help you with your 
uh, sales leadership and help you go to an entirely new level and become an exceptional sales leader, then let's jump on a call and see whether I can help you do just that. So simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a Zoom and have a conversation. And if there's a match, we can start working together as early as this week. So if that's you, just jump on my calendar, look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.